This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week Podcast. A strictly unbiased view on Sheffield Wednesday. The world's greatest football club. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Week. My name's Dan Fudge and you join us this week unbeaten in seven, scoring more than one goal in games and for some reason Stephen Fletcher rolling back the years and hitting the onion bag. First on the line I've got a young lady keeping one eye on the South Stand and the other on her Tinder app. It's Miss Victoria Wood. Here she is ladies and gentlemen. Evening, you all right? It was good, that, wasn't it? It was good, wasn't it? I enjoyed that. It was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Thanks. I, I've got a special treat for everybody now, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, with us Hold today... on to your fruit bags. Hold on to your fruit bags. With us today, where we have a Steel City <laughs> derby, we wanted to invite someone who's seen thousands of them. I'm proud to announce another cameo for <laughs> Mr. Steve Beastie. He's here, ladies and gentlemen. He's naked. He's laid down. <laughs> well, uh, no, I, I did tell you a bit of a lie, really. Ground noise. Not... <laughs> I'm not quite naked. I have got my leather thong on. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's made it distinctly less that's weird. That's all. That's yeah. all I've got. Can I describe <laughs> it to you? Why not? Please Why do. Not? We're already through the looking glass it, it now, may- Steve. This is the most action I've had in months. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've noticed that on your Facebook. I know. Yeah, it's bit. very, very sad, Victoria. It's I know, sad. I know. Yeah. Well, my, my thong is mainly blue and white, obviously. Mm. Apart from the gusset, which is red and white. <laughs> <laughs> which I like which I like I like to keep particularly moist. Oh just for special occasions. <laughs> I feel like I don't I don't get this. Yeah, at the at the risk of sounding like Jeremy Clarkson. On that bombshell, um we're gonna move on very quickly. And, uh, and don't forget this Even podcast. Dog's going. I know, she's, she's, she's left you. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by the Riverside Cafe. Uh, open on match days on Catch Bar Lane. Uh, it's quite near to Vic's house, so don't let that put you off. Right then, so <laughs> we've got two. We've got two games to get through this week. So uh, first one, Swansea City. Um, wow. I mean, where where did that come from? Did any Vic? Did you see this coming at all? Uh, I mean. Yeah, I did, to be fair. I think, I think, I don't know if I'm just being a bit of a happy clapper, but I think I went into this with quite a lot of confidence. 
it got to half time and I always meet Rich and Andy at half time. And normally we all stand and moan or we try and get on Skybet and we can't get on Skybet and we're all like, oh, fucking Sheffield Wednesday's Wi-Fi. But we all just stood there like, I don't know what to say. Like, <laughs> we're all right, aren't we? And it was, it was a very odd situation. Like the game before, obviously, we'd kind of, I, I don't know, there was just, there was something about it. We kind of all went, that's huh, all right, isn't it? <laughs> so it was, uh, We're probably going to concede one next half, but, huh. but uh, and it, yeah. it really was like that. So to be what fair, about, you could uh, hear everybody on cop uh, saying her. <laughs> everybody would have it. Yeah, just just like a big like listening to DJ Oxy singing "Hey Baby, Hey Wednesday." Huh. Huh. Just finished that, it. That's huh. exactly huh. what I like. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Steve? Then what did you make of it? So, for example. Uh, Michael Hector, uh, the previous game, said he, he weren't up to his best. He had a, and to be fair to him, he did have a poor game. Dug himself out on social media and then, uh, and then was sublime. Well, I mean, did, did you see the same game I did? Well, I like that about Hector. Uh, I, I always love players that are willing to stick their hand up when they've made a mistake. And he did make a, he made a, a lot of mistakes didn't he, in that Rotherham game. Yeah. He came out. Put, took his hand up, and then he responded with a fantastic performance in that Swansea game. He was just, he was brilliant. Um, but I, I, nobody saw that coming, not that first 45. People were walking past me at half-time up front of cop, and they were shaking their heads. Like, if you put a cartoon, they'd all have big question marks above their heads. There's no <laughs> idea where that performance came from, that 45 minutes, and I've said it loads of times, Got to be the best forty-five since I don't know early Carlos, something like that. Well, that's, 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 that's a bold statement, Steve. So, <laughs> so Vic, the you know the the contrast in between yeah. the halves. Do you, do you reckon it was more um, Swansea getting their life together? Swansea, Swansea getting their Swansea. life together. Swansea, yeah, Swansea. <laughs> that's how that's how Fonzie says it. That's how Fonzie oh, Swansea, Swansea out way. <laughs> do you reckon that was them, Luan? <laughs> do you reckon we take the? Um, do you reckon we took the foot off the gas a little bit and just tried to consolidate? Yes. I mean, with three goals up, or, or did they come back into I, it a little um, bit? What do you reckon? I a hundred percent do not understand. And like, Steve, I lo- n- not you, Steve, Steve Bruce. <laughs> I was going to say Steve B. Then I still can't get away with it. Steve Bruce, I, I love you. I love you. I promise, I will never throw a cabbage at you. It's like that song, you know, I'll never throw a cabbage at you. Um, but why the fuck would you make that change? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I... It made no sense whatsoever. There was no, there was just no need for it. But, you know, and the whole, it, it, you know, we fell to shit for like 10 minutes and look what happened. We picked it back up. Everyone kind of got back together. But I just, yeah, I, that change for me was mind blowing. Um, yeah. Uh, but you know, you know, we didn't lose, did we? So you can't really complain about it. It's like it's one of those things, like you know, you might have put an extra sugar in, but it didn't poison you, did it? So <laughs> it's not, <laughs> it's not the end of the day, like the end of the world. But it threw me. It completely threw me. What about your thoughts, give, Steve? Well, you've got to give Swansea a little bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> there's no way it would all uh, just out of us picking his foot off it. I think in that second half they came out a little bit sharper and they were closing us down a lot more. And in, in first half, 
it's the best that I've seen our midfield. We bossed that midfield. And it's second half. They stepped it up, and I think that's what showed. Uh, I mean, I, they've got McBurney up front, and I really like him. I thought he was fantastic at Barnsley. Uh, I was kind of hoping that we might get him. Um, but we kept him quiet in that first half, and then in second half, he started getting little sniffs, didn't he? Uh, getting into the game a little bit. But not enough. As Vic says, it, you know, we didn't lose. We didn't draw. We actually yeah. held on to it. And in <laughs> the end, really, 3-1 over the whole of the game flattered them. You know, it, we could have gone in at halftime 5-0 up, and that wouldn't have flattered us, would it? We'd have all said, well, we deserve that. And it would have, it's a, it would have been a right score. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice position to be in. So, so I'll tell you what, Steve, I'll stay with you on this one then. Uh, Adam Reach. Um, scoring goals, reaches scoring goals. I, I, I'm pretty sure I've lost the tune there. It's beautiful South Rotterdam, isn't it? And uh, and I feel like I've just done a generic football chant tune there. But <laughs> but I'll come back to you. But Adam Reach scoring goals again. You know you've got the tweets from people like Skybet, the Odds Bible, and all the rest of it saying death, life, taxes, and Adam Reach thirty yarder or or a tapping yeah. as it was against the uh, once against these lot. I mean. He's really come into his own, has in the last few games? Oh, this is like porn for me. Uh, this is <laughs> like being in a hotel room, paying for porn. I'm laid on my bed, in my thong, and we're talking don't. about Adam Reach. This is... He <laughs> don't get any better than this. He don't get any better than this. Just, <laughs> he is. Um, ever since he come to the club, um, I've loved him. And I know that a lot of people, when he first came, a lot, of, a lot of our fans thought he was a luxury player, but I never saw that. All I ever saw were great skill and great potential, and I thought, this is just wonderful. To, for us to have a player like this, we had a player like this for a very, very long time. Um, and I think he's getting better and better as time goes on. I'm just hoping that we can keep hold of him. So, yeah, so Vic, no, Adam Reach, you know, Beast is going to have to put his, uh, you know, his stretching out of his thong right now. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's going to be a question going on, to be fair. <laughs> either, them, either that thong's got smaller, or we're talking about Adam Reach. Now, he's been a, a, a revelation of late. I mean, there was a point where he was our record signing, cost more, more money than Paolo Di Canio before Jordan Rhodes yep. turned up. So, mm-hmm. I mean, do, do you reckon that he's an asset that somebody might be sniffing at? You know, one of those top half of the table teams? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think he's had, I think we could all agree that between like December to January, he had some poor games. Um, and I think a lot of us put it down to the fact that he was probably on the move and he needed to be very careful with tackles, et cetera. He couldn't face an injury. Uh, obviously that didn't happen. And then the first game after the window shut, he still did that. And we were like, what are you doing, mate? Like, it's all right now. Like, Sheffield Wednesday fam, just get injured. Um, <laughs> but he didn't. And he, he was, he was just off the boil for a while. Um, but at the end of the day, you don't know, you don't know what's going on, do you? You just, you don't know what's going on in everyday life. You know, you can even have a sniffle and it just puts you off at work, doesn't it? So we just don't know what it was. But the last couple of games, he's come back to himself again. He seems to be playing how he used to play. He's going for the long shots again. Obviously, he's scoring again, which is always nice. Um, I do think it's unfair to just rely on him for goals and suddenly he becomes a good player and he starts scoring again because I think 
the difference between a £1 million midfielder and Adam Reach is the £1 million midfielder would do the bits that Adam Reach does and not score goals or would score goals but not do all the other stuff in between. He does both. That's why he's £5 million quid. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, mm. I just think, I think we've got a lot to see from him and I think we've got him for a fair while now and I think, you know, he's 25, just turned, I've up my Tinder age. Um, or he might be 26 <laughs> now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, he could be one for the future. He might not be. Like, I think I've seen flashes of both sides where I've thought, oh, maybe we've overhyped him a bit here. But as far as I'm concerned, I, I love him. Uh, I just you love overhyped him. him, Steve. Overhyped him, Steve. What have you got to say about that? Well, it's impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> Do you not think, though, that, li- that little, that little lull that he had was symptomatic of all of the players, that, of, of the team as a whole at that, that point, everybody seemed to be on a downer at that time, didn't they? It wasn't just him. Whereas last season, he carried all of our season, really, didn't he? On, on his yeah. own shoulders. Yeah. Right? I remember, um, I don't know if, if either of you were there, at Derby away, when he got some real dog's abuse from the front row of our fans. And uh, he obviously heard it, and he turned round to him. And he gave them what for back. And I thought, you know what? That takes a lot of stones to be able to do that. To not just take it, but turn around and say, you're out of order and give some back. And I think he's, he's, from that moment, in my eyes, he's grown. And I think he's been a wonderful player. As you say, Vic, quite rightly so. He's had a few down moments. But I, I can honestly put those things, those, those low moments, down to other things going on at the club. Uh, so, so Steve, do you you know I've I've got to ask you this now because we've had Adam Reach now for a, for a fair bit of time. Now, having known you over the last few years, I think we've been doing this podcast now for what eight years. Now, I'm going to have to ask you a seminal question here: yeah. Adam Reach or Clinton yeah. O. Morrison? Clinton oh, O. Morrison. I think I'm losing you. I think I, I don't I think I caught that question actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 <laughs> no, you're breaking off. You're really, really breaking off. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, I cannot, cannot deny my love for Clinton ever, ever. <laughs> Clinton is the nicest man in the world. He is. Above James, him. above James. Clinton's my dad. I call him dad and not in a weird way. So, so we've still not overtaken Roadman Morrison as your favourite then, Steve. I, 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 that's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. All right. I can't badmouth Clinton. He's my bro. <laughs> he's, he's your gang gang. He's competent with his abilities. <laughs> that's what he once. That's what he once said to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So right. So we've got Clinton O. Morrison getting a mention. And uh, speaking about being twenty-five and uh, Tinder age and rolling back the years and all the rest of it, Stephen Fletcher back amongst the goals. Now, oh. now, come on, Steve. Come on, he's a man closer to your age than mine. Uh, that oh. must that must be something something special to watch for you, yeah. It is, it is. You know, I love a big man up front. Um, Stevie, <laughs> uh, Clinton. I know he wants tall, but he was a big man. <laughs> um, and, and now Fletch, he is a joy to watch, and not just goal scoring. I know he's scoring goals at the moment, but it's not about that. When he's on the pitch, it's like. Having, I don't know, it's like having 12 players on pitch. It is so, so good. The work rate he gets through is incredible. 
And at the moment, the way he's playing the last few games, he's worth the admission alone, in my opinion. He is absolutely fantastic. And they can do no wrong in my eyes. And again, going back to that, da- that Derby game last year, away, the bloke behind us was giving him dog's abuse, saying, I've done more in the last two minutes than Stephen Fletcher's done in 45. That's the sort of comment I hear about him all the time. And I'm thinking, you want to explain blows with me? This man is a god. I love him. Absolutely love him. Oh, wow. We're, we're, get, we're getting right into your psyche tonight, aren't we, Steve? <laughs> so wrong. It does. It does. <laughs> it does it to you. As Jim so Royal right, says, so... I've lost 50 pence. 50 pence with the crack of the ass. Right then. Okay, so oh yeah, come back from that man. Right, okay, so uh (laughs) there's me trying to string it all together. All right, so um three games on the bounce at Hillsborough. You know, it's uh it's a well it's it's an anomaly to be fair. Uh second game in, Brentford. Uh now they beat us down at uh, down at their gaff early this season when we were under Project Joss or Project Josh. <laughs> I don't know how you pronounce it. And um, so, once again, Vic, Flex has found his scoring boots once again. So that's what, three goals in two games for him? He has. I've, to be fair, I've, I've always rated Stephen Fletcher. I think he's a very, very intelligent footballer. We've talked about this before. He finds space that nobody could find. He, you know, can, you'd be like NASA couldn't find the space that Fletcher finds. He, he's just so intelligent when he watches the game. You find him, you watch him move and you think, what the, what are you doing? Like, why are you going that way? And then you realize it's, oh, cause Adam Reach is on a run on the other side and no one else has noticed it apart from Stephen Fletcher. And, um, Rosie. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think, I just think he's absolutely class. Um, I, Seeing, I know we're going to come on to it in a bit, but seeing Mr. Hooper back in training today made me very excited for the thought of Hooper and Fletcher again. Just How so excited. excited. How excited. <laughs> I dropped my fruit everywhere. <laughs> hang, on, hang on a minute. You said so excited. That's how excited you were. So excited. Now, I'm sorry, but that does not seem very excited to me. <laughs> He's excited to you, then, Beastie. Fruit bag. It's all about. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe it. we've been doing we've been doing this show so many years, and we still use the term fruit bag. Now, Steve, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to make you do this story once again because I think it's literally been about seven years since we actually got to the bottom of dropping fruit bags. So, can you can you just explain that gag for us? Because it, it, I feel we've got a new audience since then. I well, I, you know what I'm like. You know how old I am. My memory is not what it was. But I've taken Holly to McDonald's before game. I, I like to show her the finer places. <laughs> and she always, she always got a fruit bag. We took the fruit bag with us to the game. And I can't remember who it was that scored. Somebody scored as she passed me the fruit bag. <laughs> it, it went up in air. And my fruit, <laughs> my fruit bag it, it became the um, thing to do when somebody scars his fruit bag. <laughs> but I, I remember you saying this, like, I remember you saying it back in the day, and going, what do you mean it nearly made you drop your fruit bag? And then they just had no context <laughs> behind it. 
But it's no, still a phrase well, we still use, Steve. So, you know, yeah. there's, uh, yeah. you know, you've left a legacy there on us. But, uh, well, let, but me right, ask, so, let me ask you this, what? let me ask you this, Dan. If you was really, really excited, would you ever describe yourself as so excited? <laughs> no, I'd, I'd describe myself as about to burst my fruit, Mike, I think. Got it. Victoria, you need <laughs> to sort yourself out. <laughs> it, it's been a long time, Beastie. It's been a long it's time. It's been a long time. <laughs> to be fair, Steve, right? So I was just about to talk about this. Like, so the has there been a change since Project Yosh? Has there been a change in atmosphere at, at Hillsborough at the away games? An atmosphere? Can, and you sit right near the front, don't you? So can you see? A, can you feel a bit more of a bounce around the place? Because, you know, Steve Bruce comes under a lot of fire for playing uh, negative, boring football. And I know James and I have spoke about it for, for years now, about, you know, uh, the outcome over the entertainment. But do you feel that there's a bit, a bit more of a bounce now? I've, I've, I've got to be honest with you. I think the atmosphere has been really, really strange over recent games. Um, so what oh, did we play before? For Swansea, what, uh, what at home? Rotherham, wasn't it? No, no, at, at home at the, the home game before. Swansea. Was that Millwall or Wigan or somebody like that? Was it one of them? Wigan. It's a long Wigan, time. Wigan, yeah, that's right. And it was it was a really flat atmosphere, or I thought it was. Um, and it was it was similar with Swansea, even though we were three 0 up. I didn't think we had that bounce back. I really didn't feel it. I wasn't feeling how we were. Under the, the happy days under Carlos. Let's, let's ignore the bad days under Carlos. Those happy days. Just me sideways. That bounce was everywhere, wasn't it? it, it every game you, you just went in there and you, you furrowed up, you felt that tingle up the, up your back and it was, it was incredible. And I still haven't got there yet. But maybe it's starting to filter in just a little bit. And I think it's a hangover from Josh. I think we're still suffering from that. And I think we, we've got to retrain ourselves to get back into it. And maybe Monday night will be the game to do that. Well, uh, you know, well, what's happening Monday? He says with a lull on his face. So before we move on from Brentford, then, Vic, so, uh, you know, another game where we've not scored just one goal and tried to eke it out, like, you know, Stuart Gray football yes. and, and Josh Lucas football. And the rest of it. So, you know, was this a comprehensive win? Tell, tell us about the day. Tell us, I mean, you know, we're fresh on the back of an overhead kick here. You know what I mean? We're going to be winners. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> the overhead kick was, that was insane, wasn't it? So, uh, hold on a minute. You've not really introduced this properly. Am I talking about the other night? Am I t- what am I talking about here? Right. So, the overhead kick was, uh, was Swansea, wasn't it? Was Swansea, uh, yeah. No. Yep. And then the, and then Brentford. So, you know, our tails are up. We've scored overhead kicked. I want you to talk yep. about Brentford. We're, we're on there. Tell us about that. <laughs> Tell us, you know, I, I feel like we've been talking about Brentford so long that Stephen Fletcher's managed to lose his hair, have it stitched back in and lose it again. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on. Um, yeah, Let's go to Brentford. Do you know, I'm always a bit wary when we play Brentford just because they're one of those teams that I do keep an eye on because obviously like we're all mates with Billy and the Besotted podcast and we always just keep an eye out, don't you, for each other's scores and just... You almost like you wish them well when you're not playing each other or any position that could affect each other. Um, but Billy was confident the other night in the pub. And I said, I was like, I wouldn't be so cocky. Like, I really wouldn't. I really think we're going to 
beat you. I think I think we're going to keep a clean sheet. And I called it Fletcher in 2 nil. So, I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, but I never put a bet on, do I? So, whatever. Um, but yeah, I think, I think we, we played so well. I don't think any of them really stood out. Um, Fletcher's, what's, what are Fletcher's goals? Was it offside? It looked so offside from where Yeah, the, the first one. So the first one was a yeah. big, glorious ball from Bannon. I mean, you know, it, it, yeah. it, it was it was a long one. Did anybody else think that there was a sniff of offside? It didn't ever seem to have been spoken about. Did... We did. We all, like, in the stand, like, well, where I was sat, obviously we're, like, in the middle of the north. We were all like, hold on a minute, was that offside? Have we got VAR? Like, what's, what's going on here? Um, but obviously he gave it. Brilliant. Fine. Uh, my favourite bit of that entire match, and I don't know if you've got this in your notes, but is after Hutch got his booking, and then he went and chased down that kid for Brentford. Like, the kid, like, just took the ball away from him quite simply, and Fletch, it was, oh, sorry, Fletch, Hutch was on one, like proper on one at like 20 miles an hour, just pacing after him. And the whole crowd all went, no, 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 no. <laughs> So funny. And he kind of stopped and was like, yeah, sauce. And then obviously yeah, Bruce took him off and we all kind of went, Ooh. I mean, if you're going to get sent <laughs> off, you've got to get sent off for kicking Gary Medine, haven't you? Not for that. But it was just, oh, the stress Ooh, at that moment. It, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I like it. I like so I'll tell you what, Steve, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you one from the, uh, from the from the uh, from the far side, I don't think there's much else to talk about with Brentford. I'm going to stick a pin in that right now, but I'm going to I'm going to touch upon something Vix just said. So I I I get accused sometimes of being the negative one on here. Uh, I used to be the one that did the knob gags. Now I'm the one that sits and whinges. And um, and that's and, your age, and babe. Must, yeah, it must age is kicking in now for me. I'm starting to get a little bit bored of Sam Hutchinson getting booked and. I want to know more. I want to see more of Sam Hutchinson, the football player. Where do you stand on it? You know, I, you know, because there's always seems to be a, a three minute injury that he's laid down for, and then he gets booked, and then he kicks a man, and we all cheer and think he's great. Now, is he, is your pace starting to wear thin, or are you a bit gay for him as well as Adam Reach? Well, yeah, I am a little bit gay for him, really. I, I, can't, <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I can't deny it, and I do like it when he's when he's all fired up like Victor's when he chases players down like that. I think, especially under Josh, that's what we miss so much. Players who felt it, who, who thought, you know what, I'm not having that, and wanted to do something about it. Now, I know he is not there, didn't I? I know he did too far, and had he been allowed free reign the other night, he might have gone too far. Maybe it was a crowd that stopped him. But I, I do like that. I do. He drives my young and mad, Holly. Does her nut with him because she, she will call it way before he gets his card and she will say he's getting a card and he does. Um, but I've got to be honest, I love him. I love him. I love to see him go in with a really hard tackle and then come out with ball because you can hear it in the crowd and everybody, it's like a, a and take a breath and everybody holds on for one minute and it's like, it's like watching Matrix. Everything slows down, and we're waiting. Everybody looks at the ref to see whether he's going to get a card out, and then wait for what colour it is. And it's <laughs> just, just wonderful. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I do like the guy. I really do like the guy. Yeah. 
Well, no, fair enough. You know what I mean? I think I think there's a, there's a few people that are starting to go on the fence. I mean, I know he's a he's a popular player, and I, you know, I I just wanted to gauge your opinion on it, Steve, because I I was waiting for you to give it the old. You lot were slagging him off, so I told you he was going to come good, because I'm pretty sure I've heard you say that well, in the past. <laughs> yeah, not about Sammy. No, no, I would never, ever slag him off, ever. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, problem is, the problem is, Dan, that you've missed me out so much now. All these new players have come in, and I don't think I've had a chance to, to say anything about them, really, have I? No, not really. Uh, so I, t- I tell you what, then, so let's, let's go straight into the new signings. Um, so you, you've got uh, Lazar, uh, I think Hector's probably in there. Uh, what's the what's the, what's the, uh, Rolando Arons? Um, uh, you know, let, let's talk about those 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 two lads. The the, the two lads from Newcastle. What well, I mean, I think one of them it was his it was his first start, two assists and three points. Do you know what I mean? One, two, three. That, that's that's not a bad start, right? Uh, are you asking me? Oh, I'm asking you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Adams is one of them players who pleases the crowd instantly because he does the stepovers, he does the shimmies, he takes players on, he beats them, and he's an exciting player to watch. What's not to love about that? Um, Lazar, that, that game against Swansea, everybody were loving him. They were applauding everything that he did. And I think him, at one point, he ran back into the box and got a last-ditch tackle in which looked almost certainly to be a goal. And again, everybody stood up and applauded him. Crowd pleasers. And the other one is Iorford, isn't it? Yeah. Um, who reminds me for all the world like a young Carlton Palmer. But Carlton will crack because he is... <laughs> <laughs> he is the name of the because he's there. got so many limbs. So many, his limbs are so well, long. But that's the point, Victoria. We're like, watching Carlton, everybody looked at him and thought, well, I see all the bits, but I don't know how the hell they work. How are they all <laughs> working together in the right in the right way? And he went past us into the box in that Swansea game, and they were like a blur. They were that quick, and without even looking up, he put the ball right into the danger zone. And I love that. Um, I, I think he's a, well, all three of them. I think they've been the difference. You, you two must think the same as well. Do you think about those games before Bruce actually took over? They were a little bit flat. And then these, these three have come in, gradually worked their way in, and I think they've changed us and transformed us. I mean, look, I, I, th- I think you're right there, Steve, to be fair. I mean, Vic, I mean, have you got any new new lads on your list out of the uh, out of the new guys? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. However, that Lazara guy, or whatever he's called, uh, his missus is beautiful. Like, she's on the list. Well, stop, stop press, stop press. Footballer's wife is pretty. Christ, all Jesus, my <laughs> joke. No, but I mean, <laughs> not. She's not like. She doesn't look like she's going to be on Real Housewives of Nether Edge anytime soon. Like she is just, <laughs> just beautiful. I do. I love her. I follow her on Instagram. I don't follow him. <laughs> yeah, you do it. You do it in the old school sense of the term when it comes to following him. I guess. So, you know, like like Steve did with Clinton Morrison back uh, in the day. Restraining orders, yeah. Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's been doing the Tuesday night uh, thing. Is only the um, he's on the panel now, isn't he? He's one of the ones on. Uh, what's the Tuesday night soccer Saturday they do? It's not called soccer Saturday, is it? Because it's not Saturday. But is it called Tuesday? <laughs> soccer yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, soccer Tuesday. Soccer Tuesday does that. <laughs> it does that. <laughs> you can watch him on there. So. Um, Unfortunately, uh, Lazar's injured. Uh, 
Steve, Vic, uh, do you know, any, I, I didn't do my own work on this. I knew he was injured, but did anybody get any? I couldn't work out how long he was out for. No, I, I, I didn't even know he was injured. Um, uh, well, not, not of any note. You know what I mean? Not of any yeah. long term. Do you think it's one of them things where they're saying he's injured, but he's going to play on Monday? He's torn Ooh, his hamstring, Auntie. Oh, God. I don't think he'll be playing on Monday one. if he has. <laughs> I think he might, oh, right. he might walk with a limp if he is. <laughs> right, I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, that, I don't know where I've read that, but yeah, that's what I've read. Like right the then, so... I don't read anything too wild, so it won't be anything <laughs> like crazy. Right, that, 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 that'll be a big loss then. Fair enough. <laughs> well, I'm going to. If, um, if we get, well, I'm thinking about Fox coming in on Monday night, and I think that. Hey, listen, gonna, Fox. In, yeah, he's not been that bad, though, Fox. Hey, come on, no, we I'm can't not, start. I'm... I'm not slating him. I, I think he's done really, really well. Uh, since he's, he was a regular in the side, I think he's done really well. I think he's yeah. been one of his most consistent players, if I'm honest. But yeah. I don't think he handles a hot atmosphere, and I think Monday might not be going to be, yeah. Three. Well, there, there you are. I mean, so, right then. So, I'll tell you what, I'll come to you first on this, Vic. Um, we are now, we had a, the fixtures fell kindly for us now. There's a lot of people that are talking about playoffs, and there's a lot of people that are talking Do about... Do not talk about the six points of the playoff. <laughs> You're insane. Damn fudge. So, Damn hey, listen, Are you winding me up? We are in the football media. These are the questions that people need asking. I mean, I personally We're not I in think the football it's media. Mental. I'm recording this in my bedroom, my back bedroom. That's not the football yeah. media, pal. Right? You are no <laughs> Dom Housen. I am no James Marriott. We are just... No... No, absolutely not. Not a chance in hell of the playoffs. If it happened, like I will get Steve. No, 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 no. <laughs> what are you getting tattooed, Steve? <laughs> Hang on a minute. What? Hang on a minute. No. I've just lost another fifty p's worth of me thong. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon, Steve? All right. Okay. All right. So if we get in Go the playoffs, I will get a uh, Dan Fudge. Tattooed on me somewhere. Oh my well, word! Oh my god! My my just the just, got just the words, just the words. Not like <laughs> your face are all, but that's how confident no. I am that we're not going to get well, in the all of his name. All this of this season, name. just like, Dan Fudge, Daniel, yeah. Daniel Penelope, Grandmaster Flash, <laughs> <laughs> Princess Banana Hammock, Consuela. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you, Steve? Is it something worth talking about, or is it a uh, is it just something to be nice if it happens? It's football, right? We've had a mediocre season. If we cannot think about closing that gap, then I'm sorry. We what are we doing this for? Why are we going to football? Why are we dreaming about any of it? We have to dream about that six points. We have to think that we are capable of closing it. And I don't give a monkey's chuff. If Victoria is going to be namby-pamby and airy-fairy and arty-farty about it, I'm saying <laughs> we're going to get in there. Right, oh. starting on Monday... Cue is, inspirational music. It is the landslide on Monday. It starts <laughs> on Monday with a resounding <laughs> victory. <laughs> right? Not only, not only do we get into the top six, we put the pigs and leads into the playoffs. You hear it here first. Well, we're going to take them down. We're dragging them down, are we? Is that what we're going to do? We're going to we're going to take points off Leeds and Sheffield United. Is we're going to make them 
have to fight it out with us in the third to six, third, you know, the playoff spots. Like, I forgot what numbers they were then, but, you know, you get me. Um, Absolutely. Is that what you're I love that, Steve. I love that, Steve. But, you know, you have watched ah. Sheffield Wednesday for a serious amount of years and you know how capable they are of letting you down. You are, you are aware of it. Correct. Correct. And I never, ever lose that stupid, <laughs> false hope, ever. I always think it's going to happen, right? We beat Leeds in the first game in the playoffs and we beat the Blades in the playoff final. Can you happens. imagine? Can you imagine the scenes? All right, so let's move on. Talking, we'll go to the we'll go to the derby. Let's let's do it. But you know what I mean. So, personally speaking, I I hate the derby. I think it's a it's an absolute distraction from us trying to move forward. It, it's a break up of the season. The phone book goes out the window, and all the rest of the cliches. And it means too much to too many people. Like for example, if we'd have won ten on the bounce and then lost three 0 in the derby, we'll be asking for the manager's head. Do you know what I mean? And then vice versa. You know, Gary Megson, under him, our form was absolutely dreadful. And then the same week, a few years ago, he beat Sheffield United 1-0 and got sacked the week after. You know what I mean? But all, all the fans are going, oh, what are you bloody sacking him for? He's beat United. The whole season doesn't pivot on Sheffield United as a as a team. I'm, I hate it. I, I genuinely, I hate the pressure and I hate the I hate the nonsense around it. But, I mean, Vic, I'll, I'll come to you first. I mean, what are your feelings on it? Um, do you know what? I think it's it's a great day, isn't it? It is. It's an awful build-up. The whole thing is horrible. It's horrible. Um, but it's one of those moments that, do you know what? As much as, uh, like I've said a million times, I don't hate United. They're, they're beneath me to hate them. I hate Leeds. <laughs> um, I'm, not, I'm not particularly asked about United either way. Um, I wouldn't have such a good trust fund if it wasn't Sheffield United. Thanks, Dad. Um, but I just, I, I'm not bothered. Um, I find it quite strange that like I'll be stood on the north and I've got like one of my best mates, Lauren, is home and away season ticket holder at United. And so we have obviously like, there's a lot of stick goes around in our WhatsApp groups and whatever. But I love the fact that I ring her at like two o'clock and I can see her and I can wave to her and like, it's all like, oh, look at you. And like, as soon as anything happens with them, like even on the quote unquote Boxing Day mass uh, Bouncing Day massacre or whatever it was, uh, like I, the first thing I looked for after they scored was heard. I was like, oh, and it made me even angrier because I was like, oh, fuck off, Lauren, fuck off. We went out that night, like it was all fine, but <clears throat> it's just it's that moment, isn't it? It's the fact that like not particularly for me because I can't think of anyone in our family that's dirty like that. But a lot of families have a brother who's... A lot of families, you'll have, like, two brothers who are Wednesday fans, a sister who's a Blade, two brothers who are Blades, so a brother who's a Wednesday fan. Like, it's just how it works, and that's what I love about a proper derby. And I think we lose that a lot with the Liverpool, Man United, Man United, Man City. Any clubs that the vast majority of fans may not be from that place, um, I think there's only really us, Tyneside... You know, there's, there aren't many big, like, natural derbies anymore, are there? Um, obviously, Man City, Man United's only been one since Man City got good. Um, I just, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I just, mm. but I hate it. I hate it at the same time. All right. Well, what I'm going to do, I'm going to trouble you for a prediction. 
We're at home. We're in Absolutely the ascendancy. Absolutely not. No, not in a million years. No. No, no, no. Don't be a pussy. No, because if you ask me honestly, I would say 2-0 Medine and Leon Clark. Because <laughs> like, that's, Wait, that's exactly the Sheffield Let... Wednesday way, isn't it? Let me ask you this. Do you think Wednesday will score? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do actually. Yeah. Do you think they'll score more than one? No. Right. Do you think the Blades will score? Uh, yeah. Do you think they'll score more than one? I don't know. Right, I'm not okay. worried about it. You're I'm not worried. One, one then. Yeah, that's <laughs> and that's fine. But... We'll go with that then. So, what about your? What about you, Steve? What's your feelings on the derby? I mean, you've seen enough of them over the years, haven't you? Now, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely looking forward to it. I wish it weren't on a Monday night. I hate that. I hate the fact that it's on a Monday night. I hate the fact when it went on a Friday night, it should be on a Saturday. And I know where everybody moans about that, and I know they all moan about it being on the Sunday at 12 o'clock and all that stuff. It should be on a Saturday. Uh, a proper derby, a proper kickoff, uh, and let us all enjoy it. You know, give them bottom tier as well if they want bottom tier. If it, sell enough tickets, which they obviously can. Let them have it. You know, all this pettiness about, you know, well, let's keep them down to a minimum and all this. No. Let them have as many as they can sell in that far end, in a way, and, and that's it. Right? And let us fill the rest of it. And let's get on with it, and I think we'll win. I'm absolutely 100% convinced that we will win. Oh. Oh. a little, um, how do you fancy a little cameo appearance from Hooper? Well, this is it, you see. Gary Hooper's back in training. Do, do you reckon, Vic, do you reckon he'll get a run out? What do you think? Head over heart? Nah, he's not. I mean, he's just got back, hasn't he? I mean, come on, give the lad a break. Let's, let's not worry. Like, this is one thing that happens with derbies, is that we focus everything on this one football match. It's 90 minutes. We've still got shitloads of games to play, and I would rather Hooper be fit for ten of them than Monday. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's only Sheffield United. They're not that fucking great, are they? Someone well, bought half of them for a quid. Like yeah, but <laughs> picture do you know what I mean? Then. I've bought bleach for more than what that Prince paid for Sheffield United. I'm not worried. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. I just. I don't want to risk our best players getting injured or whatever for the sake of them. It's just not worth it. They've got Gary Medine and Leon Clark up front. Yeah, they'll probably both score, but at the end of the day, it's Gary Medine and Leon Clark. It's just, no, I don't want to worry about it. I don't want to risk Gary Hooper. Steve, if you're listening, it's not worth it. Don't risk Gary Hooper on them. Let's just wait. Let's wait and see. We're talking about our six points of playoffs. Then we're like, oh, let's fucking risk everyone against Sheffield United. No, no. It's one game. It's one game against a pointless, pointless club in a city that, <laughs> let's be honest, there's already Sheffield FC, Hallam and Wednesday. They're fourth best in a city, so no point. <laughs> oh, you are talking about them six points now, though, aren't you? You're talking about getting into playoff, which you weren't earlier. <laughs> I'm just being pragmatic. Let me just give you, let me give you a scenario, right? Leon Clark scores, put them one nil ahead. 
But after that, we pick up throughout the game and we're playing really, really well. And we get into the second half and Fletcher equalises. Oh my God, let me just get comfortable. Right. Mm. 20 minutes to go. Mm. Gary Hooper warms up. Right, 15 minutes to go. (laughs) Bruce Bruce calls him over. Oh my God. It's like Mills and Boone. He says, Hoops, get your kit off. Going on. Oh, I say that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I, I've, said, I've said that plenty of times. <laughs> my, my wife always wonders why I call her hoops. Right, don't bring your wife into this beastie. I'm halfway there. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to have another hoops moment tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, you made it weird. You made it weird. Right, don't forget to mention it. Oh, let's do that, yeah. He's a message my sponsor. Everything. Everything's too weird for you these days, isn't it? I'm in the Wales now. <laughs> I've been living in that in south now. Are you having a laugh? A millennial? Hey, uh, Fucking well, hell. Yeah, try, trying to fit in with all the young kids, aren't I? I'm offended by that. So listen, <laughs> if you if you want a pre-match pint, get yourself down to the Riverside Cafe on Catch Bar If Lane. you're a millennial, uh, I'm an avocado, I swear to God. You have never been in a millennial. <laughs> I, think, I think actually my generation has its... Because I was a grown-up at the turn of the millennium. You know what I mean? That's the rules, isn't it? <laughs> I could smoke illegally by term at millennium, so therefore I'm a millennial. Fuck off. I, I, I could smoke by 1996. <laughs> I could play lottery. Listen, right. So, Riverside Cafe's on. R- Vicky will be... Vic, Vicky. Vic, Vic will be there laughing at your throat fence about you being a millennial with your, with your hipster hats on and your, and your YouTube emojis. <laughs> right, so then... <laughs> right then, I'm going to wrap it up there because, well, you're winding me up and BC sounds like he's in shed. All right then, so Vic, if anybody wants to get hold of you on 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 the socials, on Twitter, on Tinder, have you uh, have you have you got anything? You know what we're looking for on there. <laughs> I, I just need to give a shout out. Obviously, we're recording this on Thursday, the 28th of February. Uh, tomorrow night, which is. Friday, March the 1st. I think that's right. It's really confusing, but it's February, isn't it? Uh, me and James are on Football Heaven on uh, Radio Sheffield, so you can listen into to that. Uh, if you want to hear me at some other point and I'm not on the air with James, which is the only place to seem to catch James Marriott at the moment, um, you can find me at Victoria1867 on Twitter, Facebook, and I, ironically, Tinder. That is my username. Uh, there we go. <laughs> of course it is. Please don't have me on is. that. I'm deleting it. It's a bloody awful app. It's horrible. I don't need it anymore. Fine. Uh, I, I think I completed it yeah, back in 2012. We need, we need your input. We need to see what you're up to. <laughs> I'm not up to all. I'm, I'm not up to all. I'll fill you in in a bit, Beastie. I'll fill you in. That sounds like a promise, that Steve. Listen, Steve, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you have you back on. and it, it's, it, it's, it's made my day listening to your voice again. Um, are you still on the on the Twitterings? Uh, not not so much as uh, I used to be. But it all got a bit antsy to me, and people getting a bit too. I don't know. Grr. Everybody <laughs> wants to fate everybody now on Twitter, don't they? Yeah, yeah, it's changed. Yeah, so I, I've sort of left it behind. I, I still go on every now and again, but left most of it behind. You can usually right, find well... me in a shed. That's why. That's why my voice is sounding strange on this. <laughs> if it's not He's in, in this my shed, attic, gonna... looking at no stand. <laughs> yeah, if it's not in this shed, you'll usually find me in one at Wick. 
I like to spend some alone time there. Bit of picture. No, again, it, it, it's made it weird. But uh, if, if if he says he's near the Wicks, he's at the one in Rotherham next to Pulse and Cocktail, buying more phones. What? What do you mean? I can't believe you. Everything's chuffy weird. Old weird Dan. Old Dan weird. I know. I'm a millennial. Millennial. Millennial sounds like it sounds like a lifestyle choice more than a. Uh, it sounds like the way you would cut a piece of wood. Just make a bilennial cut there. <laughs> 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 All right. You are your bilennial. All right. Before this descends into absolute chaos, my name's Dan Fudge. Find me on Twitter. Thanks a lot uh, for listening to us. And uh, if you want to get in touch with James, who's gloriously volunteered to edit this episode and cut out beastly swearing and uh, and Vix's Tinder mention, <laughs> uh, get James Marriott on Twitter as well. We've also got Dickie Owlies on there. Thanks a lot for listening, and uh, come on to Wednesday, and uh, let's hope we get three points on Monday. Keep up to date with the Wednesday Week on Twitter at TWWcast or on our website, thewednesdayweek.co.uk. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.